Pull it out the coop at the lot. Told him 12 swat. Busting all the bells out the box. I just hit a leaf with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pull up the whole damn seal. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals. We been trapping like the 80s. She signed it. So, got the cash out. Told him right, but no. Say slash slash. I won't never sell my soul. And I can back that. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. Welcome back, back uh, to the stop at Central and Halsey. It's what me, up? Leah D. That's uh, Tay-Tay in the background. Um, happy to be here a second time in the last 48 hours or 36 tell hours. Truth. Tell the truth. So we, re- we usually record on Fridays. Today is Monday at 11.37 a.m. And what happened was we had recorded most of this show on Friday, and then I had an internet issue. We both did. And it was we both had internet mind. buffering issues, and I paused. We just took like a pause because it was our ten like second pause. pause. Yeah, so we could catch up and then edit it out and post. And then as we're going through what we're talking about next, I'm like, oh yeah. y'all, mm, guess what? I think I said something but like y'all. You literally what? asked me. You was like, oh the next topic, and I was like, oh, that's what the pre-call was for, Rhea was like, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you took this long pause and was like, guys, and Rhea comes comes off of, she, her video comes on, and she's she, like, don't tell me. She spins in her chair, like, I vividly remember, Rhea spins in the chair and turns around and is like, no, Aaliyah, no, no! I never would have known it wasn't recording because I, when, as, when you go back and edit stuff as an editor, it's easier when you have a longer break because, yes. like, if you have to edit to, like, the middle second, sometimes it'll be silent and someone talks and it's hard to edit and it sounds hard. So I, like, wanted to take, like, a long pause. And I was counting in my head and I was like, okay, when I record, I'll be able to do this. And then I was like, mm, that button on Zoom says record. And I was like, y'all. But on the silver lining is What's at least lining? we figured it out then. Then at the end, end. That we did all the I mean, we were pro- we probably had about like twenty minutes left of talking. We were like an hour and fifteen in, and then and I would have never noticed it if we. I, I didn't never even think. It. I honestly didn't even think about it, and I'm like looking at the screen now while I see recording, and I just wasn't paying attention. I just wasn't. It was. I guess I'm, it was just that kind of day in the history of Aaliyah and I recording podcasts. I've never not been, recorded. We probably we've been doing podcasting for like I, three, I guess, almost four years now, and mm-hmm. never has. I've never done it and, in the studio at my mother's house at the church mm-hmm. on Zoom in Kane. This is the first in Kane, and but the, the time, the one time we did record, it did take us. We had to record once or twice. That was the day when. Uh, yeah, let me get yeah, Yes, but that we was- even we recorded those things, so we even recorded them, but had to stop multiple times. This is the first time. It's because <sighs> I didn't come. I didn't come ready to play, but I am ready to play now. Yes, we're back. Um, we're here. It's hot. It's it's hot. I'm PMSing. It's, I'm annoyed. Yeah. Uh, the DMV tried me this morning. Oh, that's what I meant to tell you. Let me tell y'all before we get into it. See, this is going to sound natural because it's not going to be completely scripted. So. I lease my vehicles, right? Hey, I do I too. Got a, I got a new lease on December 31st. So my old car, DMX, returned back to the dealership. Now, when you lease a car, you got to turn the plates back in. Cool. And when I needed to turn the plates back in, coronavirus happened. <laughs> so I was getting notices, and DMV was closed. I was getting notices from the DMV, turn your place in. But I'm like, I can't turn them in because everything shut down. So I didn't turn it in. Um, and I was like, also, I don't have this car. They were saying that I didn't have registration for the car, and I was like, I don't have registration for the car because I don't own it's not my car anymore. Push comes to show, I get a notice saying that they're gonna spend my license if I don't turn the plates in. So they gave me the option to turn it in by mail. So I turned it in by mail, and this is how long ago it was because it was Pius' birthday. Because I forgot to go to Pius' birthday, I didn't have time to go to Pius' birthday celebration because I was at the post office trying to mail license plates. When you mail your license plates back to the DMV, you gotta pay to mail it put in that envelope and then you have to pay for an envelope 
that you also have to stick in it so they can send you back your receipt. I did this. I'm thinking my problems are gone. I get my receipt back about four weeks later saying you turned it in, you're good money. Last week, Monday, I get a letter from DMV again saying my license is suspended. How when y'all gave me a receipt? Because I didn't turn in plates, but I also have a receipt mm-hmm. that says I turned in the plates. So I went because the country is opening back up, the state is opening back up. I went to the DMV, the one in Springfield, because they don't ever have a line. And a nice policeman was like, one, we don't do license here no more because now the DMV in New Jersey is restructuring itself where only certain places do certain things. So the one in Springfield basically does paperwork and registration, not licenses. And I was like, well, <clears throat> I'm, I got a suspended license. I'm not sure. So what should I do? And he was like, you know, honestly, cops not really checking for like suspended licenses <laughs> um, because right now, because everything is closed. And I remember when coronavirus first happened, when Phil Murphy was doing um, like those conference, those uh, press conferences every day, which also makes me think about how our government just needs to be a little bit better and efficient. He was talking about all these things. And at some point, if y'all remember, reporters were taking questions on behalf of regular people. Mm-hmm. And somebody had tweeted the reporter like, um, so what's about to happen with the DMV? Because y'all ain't said nothing about the DMV, but it's closed and people got driving things, schedule appearances. And I watched Phil Murphy do that thing where people are thinking, where they pause and look up or move their eyes to one side. And he was like, clearly that stuff will be suspended. So like, they're not really enforcing traffic things right now because you can't get them fixed because you can't, everything can't be fixed online. Mm-hmm. But I got a suspended license. So I called the DMV multiple times last week and was on hold for hours, literally. Um, and then I saw one of our former classmates, Mr. Dorito Bag, <clears throat> tweet that, um, not tweet, put on Facebook that he drove past the DMV on Freeland Heights and Avenue and that at 6.47 in the morning, and it was a line wrapped around. Oh, you know, I never, I never, ever. I, never, I, I never went there to one. take my test, my premed test, and I ain't been back since. Me either. And I, and I didn't even take the permit to say, I said, y'all can keep this. I'm not doing this. Never again. Never will I go to the one in, the, in um, North. North Freeland Heights because the whole hood goes in. It's the the whole, everybody have, goes in. Have access to and the 24 yeah. stop right in front. Yep. So I never am going there again. So I was like, I heard that the DMVs had opened today, but when I called and I was only on hold for 40 minutes this time, the lady informed me that they're not really open. They may open again on Thursday, but told me to fill out a form online and email it. But also was annoyed that I was asking her for like asking her for instructions on how to fill out the form. She was like, um, she tried to tell me it wasn't her job to fill out the form. And I was like, I'm not actually to fill out the form. I just have questions like, what's the vehicle ID number? Are you asking for my VIN number? And she was like, huh, that's a good question. So I think it's just, I just would like to cuss out the government for just not being efficient. Because in the I mean, year of our Lord, 2020, there's no reason why you can't fix licenses and stuff online. Like, unless somebody did something, like, completely egregious, there's no reason why people can't pay the fee online and you can restore their license. Like, and more of it was a mess before quarantine. So imagine, yeah. imagine it's going to be 10 times worse now. If the line or free license was wrapped around, like, it's going to be like that for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year. Yeah. It's, I don't understand how I could go to the doctor and I can upload shot records and prescriptions and they can get it and it takes two seconds but the dmv can't do something as simple as license yeah the only thing security I've done, I, license renew, I renew my license in the mail every time yeah I, i've done that I've yeah done that's it. the I'm only not. thing i've done by like whatever you go online or do it by mail and it sends it to you within a couple like 30 days before yeah. that's what i've done but i hate the dmv i hate the dmv so i try to stay out of car i try to stay out of car issues so i ain't got to be bothered I had never had a car issue until this time, and I am, I just, like, I don't want anything. It's easier to not have a license, almost, because this is, this mm-hmm. is special. But that, that was our thing. So, also, um, I want to talk about natural deodorant mm-hmm. and how it is trash. I, when, <laughs> I was trying to be good when I was in South Carolina last year at Lisa's house. I do one of my traveling uh, cardinal sins, which, like, I forget something in my toiletry bag. Mm-hmm. This time it was deodorant. So I was like, oh, let's go to Walmart. That's like the corner store. <clears throat> I got deodorant. I was like, there's no need for me to buy like an expensive deodorant because it's just be my travel deodorant. And I saw they had this Arm & Hammer natural deodorant. It was $2.99. Oh, you tried Arm & Hammer first? Yes. I, well, I had tried Native first. I tried Native first and I didn't like it. And Native okay. is more expensive. So I was like, I'm not going to pay $9.99 for deodorant. deodorant. That's just going to be there for a week. 
especially because I know I don't like it. And I wasn't particularly looking for natural deodorant. I just wanted something cheap that wasn't like Lady Speed Stick because that don't work for me. <laughs> this woman ha- is faster than Lady Speed Stick. But so I was like, oh, this Arm & Hammer joint is like, oh, it's natural. It's one ninety nine. I I even looked on my phone at the reviews. It got like four out of five stars. I said, bet I'm going to take it. I used it in Charleston. I wasn't musty. I used it in the fall. I wasn't musty. I used it in the winter. Wasn't musty. Played basketball games in. Wasn't musty. And then about three weeks ago, when the summer really came out, I'm sitting in my house. I ain't even go nowhere. Just like took a shower, put a little deodorant on, watch the TV. I woke up from a nap like, uh-huh. is, that, is that must? And is it me? And then yeah, I proceeded to do the thing where you lift your arm up and smell yourself. And yep. I was like, yes, I'm musty. And I was like, that don't make no sense. I've literally been home for three hours and all I did was take a shower. And that I'm happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I've also been using natural deodorant. I didn't know. We should have been had this conversation. But I've been using it since the fall, probably. And I use native. I used something else before. I think it was by Tom's or something. Some, I don't mm-hmm. remember. Oh, no, I use Tom too. That ain't work for me. That's, that's white people. And me. Yes. And, then they, and I have eczema and my eczema tra- traditionally flares up under my arms since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So that didn't work. It like turned my underarms or like black like from using when Ooh. I when you switch over from natural deodorant depending on your body if you had eczema it make like my like they like turn my skin was like turning colors like from your body also is like uh what you call it uh I can't think of the doggone word anyway it's coming down from like the aluminum coming out I can't think of the I can't think this morning but anyway um that happened so I switched to native the eucalyptus one and I've been good however I was working from home as I've been and one day I was like heck is that I said I smell something I was like would it feel close (laughs) It was like close to me. <laughs> and I said, did the underarm check? I said, ooh. I said, is that me? And I was like, but wait, I took a shower this morning. And then you know when you like do stuff, you know, like if you forget to brush your teeth, you like backtrack your whole morning. And I was like, I did this, like I washed my face. I was like, I'm pretty sure I put deodorant on, but it was because it was getting hot. The weather changed. It's a different kind of odor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. however i can't be doing the back and forth so i just have to stick to the natural deal i like it i just now know in the summertime i have to be extra mindful of it but i use the native eucalyptus which works for me for now there's a black owned one by this girl named i think it's play pits that i may switch to try it mm-hmm. i've seen her in essence all these beauty lists you know everyone's making a list of black owned stuff now so it has been on multiple lists. And I have been following before, so I may try it. But I can't be switching up between products because of my eczema. Like, I just can't. Eczema would be like, what you doing? <laughs> like, sit down. Eczema would be like, mm-mm, I don't know what this is, but we get, you, get, get your life. Yeah. Get, my eczema would clear up in, in a heartbeat. I can't be doing that. But This humidifier is really taking me out. <laughs> so I just see the smoke. I know, it's like, and I literally got my nose right under it. It's you, it's also eucalyptus. It's like my favorite. You like eucalyptus? I like eucalyptus. Yeah, this is the one I brought this home from my office when we were because this usually sits in my office at work. So when we oh, went yeah. on online when we came home, I brought my diffuser home. Why not? Why would? And this one is not. It's not a cheap one. I paid like thirty dollars for this drink, and it changes colors. Oh, a new one. Are you using it now because you are sick? Like you getting sick or just you just need like aromatherapy right I now? I need aromatherapy. There's a lot going on in the world. Yeah. And be- okay. you know, before we started recording, I literally have been on the phone since propriety reporting. So I just need okay. to take myself from 10 to 3. That makes sense. Do what works for you. I love my eucalyptus oil. Mm-hmm. It also looks like I'm smoking or something. If you don't it does. That's why I'm like it's throwing me up. I'm and like, I'm also like leaning over it and it's like it's 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 yeah. really throwing me off. Um, um, I also want to say R.I.P. to Diesel, aka Weasel, aka Weasel. A real one. A real one. He went on. Oh, today made a week. Today made a week. He had died this time last week. But he was we already posted in our Instagram. I said the Lord took Diesel home. They took a real one. He lived seventeen years. He lived in New Jersey. He lived in Georgia. He's lived in three houses. He got attacked yeah, by a pit bull and came back. He's killed some mice. Oh, God. He used to chase some squirrels. He has stain in the hood because the drug dealers that used to live across the street at Little Bricks always used to respect him and wanted to play with him. 
Also, I think it's mad funny. Like, you ever seen, like, dudes that are, like, mad hard and how, like, soft they get around dogs? And it'd be, like, the small... You would think, like, the guys from across the street would be into, like, pit bulls, but when we yeah. used to walk Diesel, they used to stop what they was doing, pet his stomach, talk to him like he was a regular person. So I mean, I y'all really it. treated... Diesel was tr- a true member of the family. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. Diesel from high school, like, when your sister first got Diesel when he was in high school. Yeah, she got him when I was a ju- when I came back from Argentina. He was here, mm-hmm. when she was from Midland. Um, he used to I'm wear. Trying to think, was Diesel around when we had that sleepover? No, she had when, no because that's when Kalila, when Kalila mm-hmm. gave you that sleepover and we was wilding. And in grade, no, no, we weren't there yet. She, no, we were still in middle school. When we had that sleepover. Okay. She got him when I was in high school. Um, but yeah, we they got a real one. I hope when he got to them pearly gates, they had pizza crust for him and some kid chips. I miss him following me around. I went back to my sister's house for the first time since the last time I was there. He was alive and it was so weird. I didn't go in the house because I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be ready to go in the house because usually when I go in the house, even in his, in his old age, he didn't, he didn't follow people around. He was like, I'm just laying in the bed, y'all come see me. But even then I used to come in the house, go to his bed, rub his belly, and then he would get up and be like, all right, I guess, and follow me. And when the last time I saw him, which was the Sunday before, he looked bad. Like he was like, struggling to breathe. I got there, I had rubbed his stomach, and he lifted his head up a little bit. And it was just, it was bad. But I did get to pet him. I did get to say to him, well, five. Yeah, having a memorial for him? Yeah, she got him cremated. I don't know if she picked his ashes up yet. CC bought him an urn. Bless CC's heart. Um, I hope we have a funeral like they did on, did you watch Brexton's Family Values? <laughs> yes, I did. I hope they. I would like a service like that when they gave the funeral from the mom dog. <laughs> and Tamar got up and started. I was say, whose dog was it that died? That was Evelyn's dog. <laughs> they <laughs> had a full on funeral service, and them fools have to watch singing. that after this. They were singing like, and they could sing, and, and they, they could sing. So, so for it to be a dog's funeral and them be so serious, which was made it even more comical. They was really out there singing down. Okay, I, have to, I might have to go play this on YouTube. I haven't watched Family. I haven't like watched old episodes of Braxton Family Values in so long, but that is pure comedy. Yeah. So, so R.I.P. to Diesel. May you hear this? Um. So you talked a little bit about when your your natural deodorant journey that you are uh-huh. contemplating using um, one from a black owned business. And I also see that because of coronavirus and because it has hurt a lot of small businesses, many of them are black businesses. I feel like there's this cool renaissance or super hyper awareness um, of black businesses. And as somebody who I have, well, I am making a pledge to consciously try to buy black. It is not something that mm-hmm. comes easily to me. I'm a person that loves targeting Amazon. Um, and I guess all the things that I thought that black businesses catered to, I really don't indulge with that much. So like mm-hmm. I keep my hair in braids most of the time. So I don't really use that many hair products. And if I do, it's essential, it's essential oils. So I don't need a black business to just tell me to do that. Um, and then like, usually I get like cool. The only thing I think to say I can really like indulge in with black businesses are like the graphic t-shirts that I like. So like I do like a lot of folks that are popping up with their t-shirt businesses. I do support that. But, like, I, you know, if they don't make it at Target and Amazon, yeah. I'm probably I not going to engage. I recently bought a black girl sunscreen um, mm-hmm. by um, a black woman, and it's been on the market for a while. Um, so you can also, you can support it through her website, but you also can purchase it through, like, your regular Target and Amazon. Even on a website, you know, you sometimes you can purchase things from a website and it'll ask you and say do you want to purchase it through like amazon pay have you noticed mm-hmm. that yes, um, I, yes 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 i think that so that's how i ended up buying the black girl since i was on a website and it was just like oh you can buy it through amazon pay so i think you can also find some black owned businesses at these stores that you like to shop at um even the lip bar which i love um is a vegan cosmetic brand and mm-hmm. she's a mom mm-hmm. red lip but she's also been at target forever i feel like the last three or four years um, so I try to, I think some of the things in terms of black business are things that I like to buy or like mm-hmm. I know of a small local store, like where I get my sea moss. Um, I'm also into, um, the charcoal toothpaste, um, which I, which I love, um, mm-hmm. which I go to a black owned spot in Rawway. 
um, that sells all like the natural herbs and sage and all that stuff um, that I go Your get. wax lady is black, right? My wax lady is black. I have a wax appointment on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been going, I found her on Groupon last July, actually, it'd be a year. I've been going to her in July. I found her on Groupon. It's right in Union. Literally, she's five minutes away from my house. I like everything now to be around the corner. Yeah, because travel. Especially yep, yep. for the things that are like things that my grooming things and everything needs to be close. Yes, I'm not gonna be driving forever, but yeah, my wax lady's black, and I referred a few friends to her since she's been open back for the pandemic. I got a five dollar uh off coupon for Friday, so I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. I have a, an appointment at a nail salon, a black owned spot in Elizabeth tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. Let me know that I'm I trying let, to get my trying to get let, y'all, let y'all know. One of my friends was like, they went to um, a black spot or someone, you know, of color that was doing their nails, and they was like, I'm going back to my other <laughs> <laughs> lady. It's hit and miss. I said, I'm going to try it. I'm on summer break. I don't have nothing else to do. I like to try these things and see what happens, so we'll see. Everybody has all these things to say, but we were also talking about before, like giving feedback also to black owned businesses. And in that same route, the last couple of weeks, people have been talking about, this is not a black owned restaurant, but um, Cuban Pete's, this whole thing oh, about yes. Cuban Pete's and uh, talking about uh, they don't want the black dollar and all this other nonsense. And it was like this whole fee and this idea of like the cancel culture. Cancel um, culture. It was all over Twitter and Instagram. And it sounded like from what Cuban Pete's um, owner said in his statement, like it was a misunderstanding and somebody interpreted what he said and turned it to this black thing. Um, mm-hmm. I've been eating at Cuban Pete's forever since college. I've had several birthdays mm-hmm. and graduations, all this other stuff. And, you know, Cuban Pete's, if you like the food, then you decide to wait. Like sometimes the wait there is long. It also depends if for y'all that like to go out to eat with fifteen people, that's why y'all have to wait there an hour and forty five minutes for a table. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> like you choose to go out with all those new people, so you gotta wait for the table. Yeah, because they don't Cuban Pizza doesn't take reservations, they do take never reservations. Never take reservations. They, they never take reservations. They took reservations, I think, a long time ago. I think when I graduated from Kane and we went there afterwards, I think we reserved the table, but it also depends on what time of day you go. Yeah, you can go you gotta, to you gotta be strategic. Early. Yeah, you gotta be strategic about when you go there. But if that's if you wanna do that, if you don't, don't eat there. But I know my ass is still gonna eat Cuban Pizza. I haven't had Cuban Pizza in a long time. I like low key, I don't think I've had Cuban Pizza since Elise moved to we did for my mom's birthday. We ordered an OB. Oh, yeah. I, I see that they aren't OBs. I see they aren't OBs. But I found that when I was reading all the stuff about the stuff that the owner said, allegedly, I was surprised. I was like, first of all, more I feel like more Black people eat from Cuban Peas than other people do. And when I have, I've, I've been to Cuban Peas when it was crowded. I've been to Cuban Peas when it was super crowded. I've been to Cuban Peas when it was open. And Everything. Like, the manager is literally shaking hands and kissing babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like I just couldn't that if he did say that that would be like the dumbest business decision I've ever mm-hmm. seen um, because like he's always been even when you again you may walk in there with a party of 15 he is still he still always was like I want to try to get you in I'm gonna try he talks to you he's nice like mm-hmm. so I'm taking it back um, so like I'm hoping that that all gets situated but I haven't been in Q&P in a long time but yeah we ordered um, it for my mom's birthday on Uber Eats and it was fine Oh yeah, and but or everything blew up. Yeah, but also, yeah, I don't. I appreciate the want to want to support black businesses. However, black businesses just because you are black does not mean I am going to automatically support you, and it also doesn't mean that you are exempt from feedback. Because say it, the stuff is wrong. It's wrong, and I would tell Red Lobster (laughs) if theirs was wrong, and I will tell the seat. Also, side note. Did seafood go and sell and I didn't know about it? Because if somebody else pops up with their out-the-house place making seafood platters, like, where all of a sudden did everybody get crab legs from? And whatever that sauce y'all putting them on. So, two things. Restaurant Depot. Yeah, I know about Restaurant Depot. You can buy the crab. My cousin cousin sells. She was. She stopped for a while. But during the quarantine, she started selling the platter. She was doing this before. Crab legs platter with that sauce on them. Everybody can make, everyone can literally make. I think at home, I just started when I want some seafood boil, I just go to the farmer's market and get me some crab. And I just do it myself. You literally 
can make it. You can steam. Let me tell y'all how y'all steam crabs. It's a secret. You can steam crabs. You boil water. You yes. put some seasoning in it and you drop your crab in it and you pick it up when it turns bright orange and it's done. Draw right. yourself some butter. You can boil you some some um, corn and potatoes and do all that stuff. It's a quick meal, but everyone thinks their specialty now is platters. Um, but you can get them from Restaurant Y'all Depot. And then the sauce, you know the girl that be on YouTube that be eating with the long nails? Oh, yes, that eat, that eat the money. <laughs> She's my hero. Yes. She's my hero. So she also has a sauce. You can buy it. My but my cousin, she figured out all it like you can figure out the ingredients and she makes it herself. But I personally find it very salty. I cannot thank you. All you need on crab is some drawn butter because crab is sweet also, depending on the kind of you don't need the sauce. You don't need that sauce. It's so salty, it's so I don't really so when my cousin was making a boy, I was just like, Oh, I really don't even need the sauce because it's so salty. It feels like I'm about to like be in a coma. Yeah, like, have, thick, have thick ankles. You gonna have, yeah. you gonna have that's why y'all gonna be having y'all aunties out here with them thick ankles with them ankles that don't fit around them, looking like they choking. Y'all gonna look crazy. Why? And then yeah. they go drink it with a soda. Y'all need to drink some water. Crab like it's so bad. But know, yeah. It's not fancy. Crab boil comes from the coastal Carolinas, which Say the slaves again. made, and you know slaves didn't have expensive food, so it's not expensive. It's boiled water, seasonings, and crab. That's all you need. That's all I you need. Some good old obey. And y'all gonna be in here looking crazy. I already know we high risk for coronavirus. Y'all just making it easy for Rona to get us because y'all already making yourselves have pre-existing conditions because y'all want crab platters and styrofoam plates. <laughs> but everybody, every oh, what happened? Oh no, my my screen went away. Oh. <laughs> update update popped. I said, oh no, we're gonna have to record again. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Back to the conversation. Um, I can't. Everybody thinks they're a, a chef. At making crab boils, literally everybody. It's like you you're not impressing me that you know how to boil crab. That's like me getting excited when somebody was like, "Ooh, y'all, look what I did! I boiled an egg." Like it's not it's 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 not hard. And there's like two. There's a restaurant now, I think, in Maplewood or Irvington called Crab Bay, and like all of a sudden they popped up and like everybody's specialty now is like just making these crab. I, mean, I could do this at home. We can have a crab boil ourselves. Mm-hmm. Everybody can chip in. And- my mom made crab boil for Father's Day. Like I know. So Let's, I can't. Perfect. Did you mean to segue like that? Well, you I, got, I, got, I, got, I wasn't going to even, <laughs> even going to say anything. But sure. Um, Father's Day was last Sunday? Last right? Sunday. Last week. It, week it, was, week it was in this month. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for those of you who know, my dad passed away almost three years ago now. And I, last week, was like in my feelings and was feeling some type of way, which is, is natural. Um, and I was like, oh, I think I want to make a playlist and like put some tunes together for people to kind of like have something tangible for those struggling who have fathers that have gone or whatever your relationship may be. I just wanted to have something like tangible to listen to and music really just kind of puts me in a good mood. So Saturday night, I started the list made it on Spotify because clearly I'm just going to always make my playlist on Spotify first now because people don't have iTunes. It's fine. So I sent it to Produceria um, and she was like, yeah. And I posted on Instagram the next day and people really, really was into it. And it, it was helpful. Father's Day ended up going well as it could be. I was at my mom's house. Shout out to my bonus dad, my uh, stepfather. Uncle Flip. Uncle Flip. Um, yeah, Uncle Flip. Um, and we celebrated with him. And it was just it was just a, a good day. My grandmother, my dad's mom came over to my mom's house with my brother. Um, mm-hmm. so that's always good because Oh, did you didn't say your brother on Saturday on uh, last time we recorded. I know, know my brother, yeah, my brother's been home since November and doing very well. Um mm. so shout out to him. So he hadn't seen my mom and my mom and my brother's birthday are the same day. My mom and my brother are just they've always been close since we was little. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always appreciate all of us being able to come together um, because I didn't develop a relationship with my grandmother truly till after my father passed. But also, my mom has shared with me that when years ago, her and my father had said to each other, "You know, whoever go first, take care of my mom." Um, and I think because of that, that has made all of us be, get even closer. So that even my grandmother is close with my stepfather. Um, and make some suits and all the other stuff and always make sure she's good. So I just, those, when we are able to come together about that, it, it helps me to still like honor my dad and it makes it feel like he's still here. Um, yes. So that was, it was a good day. 
It was a good day. Shout out to your parents for making commitments to hold each other down and keeping them. They used, um, to, they used to cuss each other out now. Okay? Listen. Tony and listen. Donnie used to cuss each other down. Okay? You got to do some work to get to the rainbow. Yeah, right. But I always appreciate, but what I've always appreciated knowing that. And then my mother told me that, like, my mom and my father really was like best friends. And like, everyone mm-hmm. knows that. And I mm-hmm. just appreciate that, like, something they, my mother honored that um, for my grandmother. So, you know. We tight as we can be. Keeping it real. Uh, that sounds like a great father's day. I yeah. watched um, the documentary on Apple TV called Dads. Um, and it was a tearjerker, but it was like really, really good. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who is the daughter of Ron Howard, which is the redhead from the Brady Bunch. Um, and Ron Howard is a famous director. He wrote okay. Parenthood, which is one of my favorite movies, which got turned into a series which also ended five years ago, thanks to a post I saw on Instagram. Um, but she was doing a documentary for Apple TV about dads. So she interviews like celebrity dads. So it's like Jimmy Kimmel, um, Jimmy Fallon, Will Smith, a whole bunch of like famous people, some other like funny white guys that I don't know what their names are, but they're famous. I just don't know who their names are, but some funny white guys. And then like real life people like basically telling them or talking about what fatherhood means and how the narrative of what it means to be a father has changed. <clears throat> so um, Conan, oh yeah, Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien was saying like when he was growing up, he, like now because he's a dad, he like goes to school, he go to PTA meetings, and he goes to ballet. And he just made a joke that, it wasn't a joke, but he was like, I know if I saw my dad show up to school, I know that like I was about to get killed or um, somebody in my family had died. But he was like, it's all about sort of just changing like, the myth and breaking gender roles and um, being involved as a parent, there was a, a guy who used to be, well, he used to work, he hated his job, um, and his wife saw that he hated a job and, like, proposed the idea of him staying home, being a stay-at-home dad, and he thought it was going to be super easy, but the kid's kids kicks, kicks his butt, but he ended up making, like, a blog about it and a blog about it, and apparently he's super famous because he got asked to be on the documentary, um, but it's a black man. So it also, I also appreciate a lot of the stories have to do like with black men, which I think was like really interesting um, and really like good and refreshing to see. But um, it was a good Father's Day. I like Apple Father's TV. Day. Yeah, Apple TV. It's an Apple TV Plus, but you don't, you can watch Apple, you can get access to Apple TV off of most streaming devices, but you have to have um, a login to Apple TV Plus, but you can use my login if you want, if you want to watch it, <clears throat> but it, it's a tearjerker. Woo, it's a tearjerker, um, but it was also, like, super good. I enjoyed being on Instagram. I didn't see any people being crazy, um, wishing women happy, women happy Father's Day, which is a thing I'm in the middle about, because there are, there are some women who play the yeah, role as fathers. Yeah, I'm always, which I always say, like, Mother's Day and Father's Day are definitely, just because of, like, how our community is, Mother and Father's Day seem very different. And when Father's mm-hmm. Day comes, I feel like there's way more bashing. And then, like, we're in this space where, like, mothers are being with Happy Father's Day. And, like, Bryce, and, like we know why. So I'm always also mm-hmm. about, like, how I feel about it, which is why I definitely disengage. Because I just, yeah. like, I just, I'm like, I can't. Like, yeah. I ain't about to debate nobody about how they raise their kids. Like, if that's how you feel. And how they view themselves. And how they view themselves, by all means, to take that honor. Happy Father's Day to you. And like, yes, happy Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Father's Day social media better than I like Mother's Day social media though. Like I think yeah. I think it's cuter. I think um I think for Mother's Day it's like not to say that people don't feel it the same, but I think it's expected. It's, like, it's expected, yeah. I think it's cool to see how like women who aren't in relationships with their child's father celebrates their child's father, like putting that aside. Yeah, I think there's like particularly something really admirable about somebody who like doesn't have a kid with somebody even especially when you know people who have beef with their baby fathers but they still take father's day to like put it aside and just focus on the father father and the kid mm-hmm. um and I have I have a lot of people had a lot of people in my timeline who did that and I thought that was super admirable to be like because I know two weeks ago you was just being like this nigga ain't nothing he just this but people were like posting cute pictures of the, their mm-hmm. baby's fathers with their kids and writing these long, beautiful love notes, not love notes, but just writing them these nice things. So I appreciated that, but it was a good, it was a good Father's Day. I hope people enjoyed it. Your playlist was making its rounds. I saw people was- It was making its rounds. If anybody is um, interested in the playlist, you know, hit us up um, via email and I'll send it out. 
Um, I also started, um, New Jersey is opening back up. Mm-hmm. The country is opening back up. Some places should be just shutting down. Looking at you, Florida and Texas. Texas is shutting down again. Um, but New Jersey is opening back up. So, like, they now have it where, like, folks can do outdoor dining. I've done it twice. So, um, the first time I did it, I went to, like, this hookah bar in Patterson. And it was not a good experience. But I just felt like they just had people way too close. And then there were people... People doing hookah during a, a, a pandemic is very interesting when it's spread through the mouth and nose. I just feel like, I just feel like that's a, a risky like situation. Yeah, so I was in that whole process feeling like I was clenching my pearls and I was like, oh, what if I got like corona anxiety now? Because I was just looking like, look at all these germs. Look at everybody about to be sick. So I paused and then they opened it up officially again and I went to this place Friday after we recorded, but didn't record with Marte at this bar that we usually like to go to um called michael ross commons and they did it way better they basically had gazebos and it was only one table under every gazebo oh that's cute um it was space the waiters had on masks some waiters still and some people refused to cover their noses i don't understand why you might as well not wear a mask um the only beef i had was People can now smoke outdoors because it's outdoors. So I was like inhaling cigarette smoke. So that was annoying. And I'm just like, well, what's the rules? Because they're outside. But I also like, I couldn't say anything because like people are just getting out for the first time. But that was an annoying thing. So I know if I go again, I'm going to request. Um, no smoking area. Can I be by somebody that doesn't smoke? But I'm happy that the country is opening up. I'm happy that I finally get to get my hair braided. You, however, have already popped yeah. out. Yes, I have not been out eating, but I've definitely got my hair done. That's most important. If anyone knows, I love coloring my hair. Um, I think I went to the hair salon last Tuesday, um, and my cousin opened up, I think that Monday, which she usually doesn't open on Monday, but she said she was trying to make sure like some of her um, older clients was able to get in oh, and, yeah. get, and get situation because you know sometimes old people have a, a hard time adapting to things because it's different mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you have to get your temperature taken when you get to the salon and um you have to sign like this waiver and it's like you check it's like four different check boxes one that you don't have corona you haven't been around corona and anybody that like had it it's any symptoms popped up after your visit, you have to let the establishment know. Oof. So, and then there's only, so my, there's like maybe six salads or five in the salon. So they're mm-hmm. only servicing the client that they're working on right now. It's no longer like a waiting area. You know how when you go get your hair done and like, I've been, I've been consistently going to get my hair done since I was 10 every two weeks, like faithfully. Like, it's rare that I have a stop. So I'm just used to it and accustomed. And I don't play that. That's why I go get my hair done at 8.30. So I don't have to go through all of that. I'm mm-hmm. always I'm always the first hair appointment. So I ain't got to be sitting there for four hours. Um, but, yeah, so now they, the person just has to focus on you. Yes. Which is what I yes. appreciate. Yes. So even yes. though, yes. like, all these things have come up from Corona, things that I really do appreciate that. I'm like, oh, you would just focus on me. It's a, it's a gift and a curse because one of the, yeah. I, when, when I, uh, I made an appointment to get a pedicure and it's one person at a time. And I was like, this is about to blow salons and places out of the water. I used to have people waiting all day because you can't, because you don't get to have, you don't get to schedule three people at 10 o'clock no more mm-hmm. or three people within 15 minutes of each other. And then like watch somebody here and start this one. Like, nope, because we can't be all be in there at the same time. You got to start and finish thoroughly i might be going back to salons more frequently now because that was one of my beef with salons yeah Um, particularly and it's funny things like i hate to say this like particularly black salons like we are notorious for being in a salon for six hours and like that's not a good that's not a good use of my time and i went to salons that were not black so i've I've been to like an author salon and gotten a blowout and there the lady just focused on me (laughs) like i got in i had my appointment they washed my hair. They blew it out. The only time I had to sit was when I was getting a deep conditioner. And she didn't even touch anybody else while I was getting a deep conditioner. She was on her phone. And I'm in and out in an hour and a half. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that at nail salons because nail salons are notorious for that too. Like, oh, yeah, you want a pedicure? Really sit down for the pedicure. Oh, and then have your feet yeah. in the water. Something tell me. Yeah. I hate, yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm going to get, like, my feet got to be done, but I am mm-hmm. not one to keep 
fuck with nail appointments. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even care about my damn fingernails. As long as they, yeah. like, don't look, I keep them clean. And, like, I don't really like to get nails. I'm over that. That's why that. I bite mine. That's why um, I bite mine. I've been, I said, but yeah, I've been over that phase, getting my nails done, my feet, yes. But I'm also, the nail salon drives me insane. Yep. So I'm interested to see how salons um, make it through that. But I am happy about that. Well, what color is your hair color? You didn't? Um, uh, yellow, gold, yellow, something like that. It's definitely yellow. I have the it bleached like first, um, mm-hmm. and then because like no one ever sees me with my like nat- my real color, which is like I guess it's like a dark brown, and I don't like dark hair, so mm-hmm. I was like struggling <laughs> on Corona, and I hadn't had my hair done since we celebrated our birthdays. Like yeah. that was the that was the last outing, right? Yeah, birth like our birthday weekend was literally like the last outing. Like literally a week and a half later, we was home. It was quarantine. So mm-hmm. that was the last time we celebrated. So my roots was live and popping. And I was like, they gotta go. So I got my hair bleached with gold yellow on top. I look like a sunflower. Um, and that's it. Well, listen. I'll be back are... in that joint for every two weeks. Back to my Saturdays at 8 30 a.m. And that, that there we have it. Um, it's well it's the 29th by the time this episode comes out it will be July I know that it is the deadline for a lot of folks to vote Taya you already voted my envelopes are sitting downstairs so I need to do that before like the 7th yes find you go online and well I can tell you ain't gotta go online but the one for the um, election the action election mailbox in Newark I think is downtown by City Hall I Googled my uh, polling box because I don't trust the uh, USPS, United States Postal Service, to return my ballot. Um, mm-hmm. So I Googled it. And it actually, it tells you what, in the instructions, like how to go online and look for it. So I did that, and I think last Friday, got up. I was excited because I'm like, we can't go to the polling place. And I was just like, let me go handle this and get this vote in because you guys must vote. New Jersey, you have to July 7th to get your vote in. I think you have up until the night before to request it, um, mm-hmm. to postmark it, to return it. So handle your business because we, we living in some rough times. Like as my grandmother, the old people say, you know, your grandmother be like, ooh, these are last days. We're in our last <laughs> days. You know, what, you know what makes me feel like I want to be in my last days? These kids popping these firecrackers. Yep. I yep. have heard people, yep. I, I I know firecrackers are a thing in Newark. I lived in Newark all my life. I remember firecrackers. I played with firecrackers. I bought firecrackers. The stuff they're doing now is annoying. <laughs> Nine. Stop. I want to get a belt and I just want to beat kids. Cause I, I have identified four little boys who are doing this. And I went out last night because I left my wallet in my car around 1130 and they were in the park next to my house. Oh yeah, you physically see pop. Popping firecrackers. It's 11.30 at night. I've seen them pop it in the day. The mm-hmm. week before last, they set the park on fire three times. I watched them set it on fire again last Thursday and saw some upstanding Newark citizens help them put it out. But because, one, is we haven't had rain. Well, we had rain Saturday, but we before Damn. that, we hadn't had rain. And the grass is dry. And if you start a fire where it's dry, it's going to help the fire spread. I.e. With, 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 I mean, a smaller, smaller, smaller version of, like, what was happening with the California fires. Like, it's spread so much because um, the area is so dry. But while I saw them doing this, I saw that they were, like, shooting them at each other, <laughs> which is also why. Right, a problem. They just, I mean, people have been on quarantine and, like, they need something to do, which I get. But, like, it's unusual because typically we wouldn't hear the fireworks until closer to the 4th, which, like, we're getting to. And it's like, oh, this is expected. I'm not going to complain. But, like, I've talked to friends in California, mm-hmm. Philly, New York. Um, they're, like, everywhere. So people also think, like, it's a conspiracy that is happening. This is happening everywhere. But they are being sold everywhere. 7-Eleven. Walgreens. Walgreens. PJs. Um, all these Corner store. Yeah, they're selling them, so everyone has, like, this access to them. And I just wanted to know if they was on sale, what was the discount, because everyone seems to have an unlimited amount. Even last night, they felt so close. I jumped, because at some part of me, it felt like a gunshot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. last night, they felt really close to my house. And then last week, I was hearing it. It also sound like it was close. And I look out my kitchen window. I watched the whole fireworks show. It's wild. I and I want to... 
I've seen a video online where they're popping so many at a time. It's like all in smoke. They can't even see. Yeah, no, they just literally are just like, they, at this point, they can't even be enjoying the fireworks. They just like setting them off. Because I was like, y'all don't even give it a time to breathe. Y'all just like, I think that, I think like they are imitating guns. And I was like, that's, that's wild. Like, we need a hobby. But also, again, it's like, I feel bad because these are children. <laughs> these are definitely children. These are not like, yeah. But I just, I, I want to say like go read a book but I also know like the kids been inside for a very oh, long nice. time so like I'm trying to and then we in this space where like we don't want to call the cops no, right we don't want to put them in we don't want yeah you we don't want to put nobody in that situation so it's like what do you do because if we are people who are human and sensible and we think they're gunshots it's no telling what the what a scary police officer is going to think they are exactly. probably going to think they got in, got in AK-47s and then want to kill them it's not worth it but i hope that either they run out of money or they get a fix by july 4th or some city comes up with a plan cnn um <laughs> basically my neighbor cnn not the news source cnn mm-hmm. um cnn said that the the mayor was building a task force i, I heard don't know how, i don't know how true that is yeah i saw that i think on one of the mayor's updates that he has daily um i don't want to say that, that i heard it. that's how i knew one of the parks caught on fire because you know the comments are reckless Oh, the, the best part. <laughs> so one day last week in the comments, somebody was like, you going to do something about the uh, firecrackers in the park catching on fire. So when you said that, I said, oh, it was like to your house. Because somebody, they just rant and share all their complaints before he even says anything. All in the comments. Always. Every time. Oh, I will say this. Did you see all over Instagram? Oh, no, because you're not. But all over Instagram, Nork has painted Black Lives Matter on Halsey. Oh, I missed um, that. Yeah, you missed it. There's one on Halsey, like not too far from Halsey and Central, Central and Halsey. <laughs> I, I totally uh, messed it up. There's a all, there's a Black Lives Matter <laughs> painted on the street on at Central and Halsey. There's mm-hmm. one on like MLK in Springfield Avenue that I think says All Black Lives Matter. They got painted this weekend, um, and that's really cool. I might try to get down there. And people was doing line dances down there. You know, of course, we had to make it super black. Okay. Love us. The mayor took a picture down there. It's really nice, but I appreciate them painting Black Lives Matter, and I really appreciated the other one that said All Black Lives Matter. Um, oh. So that that's something that we wouldn't have been able to include on Friday because it hadn't happened yet. But yeah, that's true. Um, we should go down it there. Happened this weekend. Yes, we should. If it's on Central Halsey, we should definitely. I mean, ding ding ding. ding. Ding ding ding. Well, yeah, I get. Yeah, I'll wait for that update. I ain't gonna say nothing else about it. But yes. Somebody write um, that down. <laughs> yes. <coughs> Kima or Kima or Producerea. Somebody write that down so we won't forget. Um, um awesome. speaking of oh go ahead. No, go ahead, you go. Please. What you get saying? Well, I was gonna say you mentioned the fourth of July. We're not really celebrated fourth of July. We celebrated no. Juneteenth. Um, yeah, but you know, what did you do for Juneteenth? Then you go to the farm, child. I'm with the go. So while Aaliyah, I sent I, I told Aaliyah about Happy Day Farm, <laughs> and I woke up in the morning <laughs> getting ready for uh, some of my friends had a picnic, and I said, "Why did Lily and the crew choose to uh, go to the farm and pick, and pick things on Juneteenth?" Yes, I, that was me. It was already planned. So we were originally when we talked that Friday. Me and Marte, y'all said y'all was going on Monday. And I ain't go yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you didn't go yet. So I was like, okay. Because Marte didn't know she, Marte thought it was going to be like a thing with her, her mom and them. So I was like, okay, we're not going to go with like Tay and them. Um, and then we were like, okay, we're going to go on Wednesday. But then Pam was out of town and Pam said she wanted to go on Wednesday and wanted to go. So he was like, okay, we're going Thursday. Then I had a dentist appointment. I was like, pumpkin, we'll go on Friday. Friday was Juneteenth. I mean, I feel like I was honoring them by picking blueberries. We were the only black people there. I had to listen to white people narrate stuff to their kids, which is super annoying um, because they have like this trolley system to take you up to where the blueberries are. And because of social distancing, they're not letting people, um, letting as many people on, which I also find to be funny too. Like how things have changed so much with coronavirus. It's like, yo, companies used to be like smashing people in places like sardines. And even the way it's socially distanced now, it's not like, it's super empty. It's just like everybody just has their own space. <laughs> Everybody's not on top of each other. So I appreciate that. But like, of course, if you if you have the same crowd, you still have to get them up the hill. It's gonna take more trips. And this mom kept narrating to her like three year old who I didn't even think cared that much. Like I think three year old was like, I mean, you got this juice box, you got this water box. Like the mom's like, and then we're gonna do this. And 
the truck is late because it has to do this and I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh, you're being so patient. You're being so patient. I'm just like, man, please shut up. I don't want to hear you. Don't, I, I'm not your child. I don't want to hear this either. Your child was like, she don't want to hear it. Um, but the blueberry farm was nice. We had, I, as soon as we, we had picked blueberries, they had closed the blueberry part. They said that they we had outpicked them for the day. Mm. But the blueberries were so sweet. Um, the blueberries were so sweet. The raspberries were fantastic. I just finished the last of my blueberries and raspberries yesterday when I made me a blueberry raspberry blueberry lemonade smoothie. Oh, that sounds good. Which was delicious. I spilled half of it, but <laughs> the other half that I had <laughs> was delicious. But yeah, we I picked berries on Juneteenth. What I'm doing for July 4th? Who knows? Hoodie's coming up here, apparently. I mean, yeah. So they called me yesterday. I think people are still going to, like, gather, but not in a way. I'm not wearing no 4th of July. I'm not buying nothing 4th of July. Not a pair of flip-flops from um, Old Navy. That's a dollar. Not I'm the Old Navy. Shirt. No 4th of July shirt. Yeah, I might wear my Juneteenth shirt on the 4th of July again. I got to get a Juneteenth shirt. Oh, yeah, June. I just thought about your picture you took for Juneteenth. It was real cute, but you laying down. Who took that picture? Brittany. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. That's a, that was yeah, we went to the South Mountain um, on that day because, you know, New Jersey, They at first we was going to Liberty State Park, but someone planned this huge thing at Liberty State Park. We was like, oh, that's not the vibe. We don't want to be with everybody. And it was like a DJ and all this other stuff. And I was like social distancing. So we like decided to go to South Mountain all the way in the cut, past the dog park, apparently, because mm-hmm. I didn't know. I had never been through that park like that, like all the way in the back. Um, so it was probably about 20 of us. Everybody bought their own food, their blankets and chairs and stuff. And we kicked it um, for a couple hours. And that was it. Played, uh, it's like a black version of Taboo. Um, so yeah, yeah, we just was chilling. That's, it was. It felt like it was like July 4th, but it was June 10th. Like it felt mm. like that kind of day. So I'm with it. I'm over July 4th. But. <laughs> I just got my anti-Donald Trump shirt that I'm going to wear on July 4th that I didn't get to wear last uh, Do it. last year when I was in LA because it didn't come on time but dang it's wild that I was in LA on July 4th I was in I was in an earthquake last last oh my god I remember that yeah you were yes and now I can't go nowhere but I am I might take a road trip uh, with Pam and Marte to North Carolina and Tennessee in two weeks oh that'd be cool yeah um what else has been happening oh in the world yes um uh the Grey's Anatomy and um What's that? The other show, Big Mouth. The Cleveland show. Oh, Big Mouth and the show. So Jenny Slate, who is a white actress and comedian who stars as one of the biracial characters on the Netflix show, Big Mouth has said that um, she will no longer be voicing that character because she believes that biracial characters or Black characters should be voiced by Black actresses or, excuse me, Black actors, which people agree with. She felt that... um, because she was half white and half Jewish, that she that made her biracial, but she now understands that it should go to somebody else, so she is stepping down. But they've already finished Big Mouth season four, so uh-huh. her not so when big the new episode the new episode the new season of Big Mouth comes out, which usually is like in the summer or fall comes out, she'll still you'll still hear Jenny Slate as a character. It's not going to be taken into effect until the fifth season for yep. y'all who don't know how production works. When you see the stuff that's out now, they have already filmed it most times. So that'll be um, effective in season five. I saw that there was also an editor or someone who worked on Shonda Rhimes' show. She is not, he's, I think he's union. So like, I don't think like he's specifically tied to Shonda Rhimes, but he has worked on some Shonda Rhimes' show. Um, he has, <laughs> to, he went to Facebook to say that um, he doesn't think it's fair um that folks should specifically ask for people of color or black people in union jobs um and he felt discriminated against and people on facebook let them have it of course because you know white fragility is a real disease apparently and people um are not taking that well i also want to say shout out to is it generation z that's mm-hmm. this this is new generation yeah, they had messed up. Generation Z for messing up um, that Trump rally in Oakland. That was go- in Oakland in um, Tulsa. That mm-hmm. was golden because I I did remember seeing people that thing flashing around Instagram saying like, "Please buy these tickets <laughs> um, for yeah. this rally." 
So yeah, they, so nobody they bought them tickets and nobody came. He was mm-hmm. disappointed. Somebody showed me a video of Trump um, getting on the airplane back and how he half saluted <coughs> uh, because he was in his feelings. So I'm happy that happened. And it makes me think of a meme that said, you know, he was worried about that generation because they was eating Tide Pods, but they seem um, to have made it. Maybe the Tide Pods gave them superpowers. I don't know. Maybe we were all wrong about Tide Pods because they come in together. They are coming. I am not mad at them. They are coming together. They, they are coming are, together. They are like, you put somebody on Twitter who was disrespectful and I will find out where they work, their social security number, their address, and be taking it to them. So, Generation Z, y'all some real ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they, so, they are different. They, they cussing out their racist parents. They, they, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, they are you know, really stepping out here and being bold, and I ain't even mad at it. In the words of uh, Randy Watson from Coming to America, <laughs> Whitney Houston, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Yeah. Because Generation Z. Well and let them dead. lead the way. That should be the episode title. Teach um, them well and let them lead the way. Lead the way. Yes. I'm, I'm um, that. Uh, what else we got? Oh, this Black History Month uh, library. Yes. So mm-hmm. y'all going to have to hit us up. Y'all going to have to text us. Aaliyah, what's the, the number? Get the number to text us. Um, folks detectives. Yep. Just find it. I am. You I want to see, but I want to see if you're gonna find it. That's really why I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find. Oh, I got it. So, I got it. I got so it. look, yo, there's this Black History Month library that is going around. I so I think I seen a different version of it a couple of weeks ago. Um, but shout out to producer Ria for getting it. But it basically is a library of all these authors and Black music and different Baldwin books. Um, that you have digital copies of the book, like literally anything you've probably been looking to read or you want to read now. Is there when you get it? Send it to your friends. We can probably also put it on our um our Instagram feed. Um, yes. Just share it because it's, it's knowledge that that we need, and I think it's dope. And everyone needs to be diving into something this summer or whatever you want to dive into. Um, but just get into this this black library because it's like in the palm of your hand. Like you don't have yeah. to like buy the book; it's all free PDFs um, of different books. So yes. And one of the one of the cool things I saw, I, I opened it uh, when producer Rhea sent it to us at uh, Spice Lee. It's a, it's a whole bunch of scripts. Of course, I went straight to the script one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also like black historical figures I didn't know about. And I'm like usually pretty good on knowing like a lot of black historical figures. But that just goes to show you, you can always learn more. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing script is in there. But I also saw um, Brittany, who is the owner of North FM. I saw her put on her Instagram Mm-hmm. weeks ago um a link to this article that showed that spike lee wrote do the right thing by hand and <clears throat> it's one first of all it's just hard to write something by hand period also if you've ever written a script it is super hard to write by hand because there is cer- certain formatting you need to go like you can't write you don't write a script in cro- proper format the way you write an essay like you have to write mm-hmm. stuff when you introduce a character has to for the first time got to be in all caps Gotta set the scene. He wrote "Do the Right Thing" by hand. It's that uh, it's available. I think you can see like the first couple pages, but it's like yeah, I think that's how I saw the article from Brittany. Um, and I clicked on it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. So shout out to that. So you get you should be able to see that. I wonder. I wonder if he did more scripts by hand because that's gonna be awesome. Speaking of Spike Lee, did you watch his new film on Netflix, Five Bloods? The Five Bloods? Yeah, I sure did. I sure did. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah. Um, so when I watch a Spike Lee film, I have to always remember. It's like I forget who Spike Lee is, and then I'm like, I don't forget who Spike Lee is. Yeah. I know Spike Lee is. But then you have to get into like a place or get your mind right before you watch a Spike Lee film. So when I first watched The Five Bloods, I was like, Oh, I want to watch it because I appreciate it. I don't think I've seen a movie with older black men. So like, I'm assuming those men are 50 and over, right? Um, old black men as the main characters who weren't like drug OGs or something. They were just like regular men. They were Vietnam. <laughs> I'm not gonna get a movie away. Um, it it was it was very in your face. It was, good. it was graphic at some points, but it was also so so good. Delroy Lindo. Oh, so he's just just so great. He was he so, just, all the men were really good in it, but like. It just hit on a lot of things about like what it's like being a black man in society, like how it was wild that black men, like I mean, we still aren't considered equal, but like 
good enough to fight in your wars, but not, but when they got home, got treated crazily. Like so many of these uh, folks, veterans, and it's not just men now, it's women who are veterans too, who suffer from PTSD and how it just seems like they leave the military. And I don't know much about what happens when you get out of war, so take it with a grain of salt, but it's starting to feel, it feels like they leave the military, get discharged and just like, okay, go back to be a regular person. But it's like, I was fighting, first of all, we shouldn't have been fighting in Vietnam. That's wild that we <laughs> got involved in the Vietnam War. So like, it was yeah. a war that we shouldn't have been fighting in. And mad people got hurt, got exposed to stuff, people got left over there. Like, I forgot that there can even be an option that people might not even, literally might not come back for war, like literally. Mm. Even if you do die, that like people's bodies are still left still there because there. of mm-hmm. this, like combat. Um, so like, that was wild, but I thought it was just like, I thought it was really good. I yeah, I just good. watched I the it. Music, the music was excellent the the soundtrack it was it was excellent and when the time was going on yeah the music so i think we've talked about this before i think i talked about it with ria like i'm always into i'm always super intrigued about like who is responsible for placing music in movies i want that job now so yeah no I ria and i had talked about this like last like maybe two years ago about the learning i was talking about because i think i asked her about it like the person that the music supervisor that placed the songs in Five Bloods, brilliant. It was just like perfect timing, perfect songs. It was just, it was everything. I'm like, I, anytime I watch a movie, I'm always, is that is what I pay attention to. It's just like the soundtrack to the movie and how it's placed and mm-hmm. like where in the movie and like right after somebody says something. It was just, it was brilliant. It was, it was just sweet. When me and Rhea make our movie, when like I write a, I write a script, Rhea will direct it. And you you want to be the supervisor? Well, we could be co music supervisor. We could do yeah, that. Be, yeah. I like I want to be involved in music too. I like doing music. Yeah, it's so, but yeah. it's so dope. It's so dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he always works with Terrence Blatcher. So Terrence Blatcher did Five Bloods. I don't think I've seen a Spike Lee. Well, I'm sure that he didn't do every, but like a lot of movies that Spike Lee does, um, he uses Terrence Blatcher. Maybe mm-hmm. except for like Jungle Fever, because I think Stevie Wonder was a music supervisor on Jungle Fever. Yeah, and you know who I, the music, I watched uh, a short clip of the music supervisor, supervisor for Michelle Obama's Netflix series, also mm-hmm. ex- excellent. Yeah. yeah. Well, excellent. Um, Raphael Sadiq and Solange did it for Insecure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, music, I mean, it takes so many components to make, there's not one thing that makes a great movie a great movie. I think it's a lot of components. It's music, yeah. it's how it's shot, I mean, this is how I feel about my issue. I don't like Queen Sugar, the the show. Like I don't like it hasn't dawned on me. But I think Queen Sugar is all always so beautifully shot. So I think I could watch Queen Sugar if I took the side. Like if I just put it on yeah. mute, I could just literally watch the yeah, beauty of the movie because it's shot it's shot beautifully. Which is like I think Ava Renee is a great. I don't necessarily love any of her movies, mm-hmm. but I think she has an eye for like what looks beautiful on camera. That and um. A DP, of course, which is a director of photography who controls the camera, but she always shoots things um, super, 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 um, super beautifully, which is me after this, which I don't know if me and Rhea have a movie night. Um, it was supposed to be last night, but it didn't work, but we're going to do one after this. The movie, I watched the trailer for the movie. I've been watching the trailer for the movie we're going to watch like every day because I'm so, what movie I'm so excited about it. It's called Waves. <clears throat> it's on um, Hulu. I mean, anyway, you have access to on-demand movies you can watch, but um, we're going to watch it on Hulu. And the way it's shot from the trailer, like, I want to watch that movie because of, like, visually, like, what it looks like. The color and how they play with it, it seems to look really good. So um, I'm interested in that. But, yeah, Five Bloods was good. The Five Bloods is good. I hope that Spike Lee gets some love around Oscar season when that comes around. Yeah. Uh, especially Delroy Lindo, because he Oof, did that. I love that. He did that. I was like, yo, why haven't he been, I'm like, why hasn't he been in more stuff? I mean, I feel like he was in Crooklyn yeah. and then he was in this. I was like, yeah, he should have been in more I stuff. I think he was in more stuff. He was in more stuff. That yeah. pop out to us, but I just love the scene when they came into the club at the beginning, when they were dancing. And, and, he that, everybody Marvin, and that Marvin Gaye song is one of my favorites. Um, it's just anybody, like anybody can group to it. I just like felt like I was walking behind them. It was good. It was great. It was great. So mm-hmm. That's the song. Yeah, he was killing. I like that he's a he's a gift and a meme now. <laughs> um, yes, yes. That's how I, I was like. Let me watch this movie. Yes, and that bow legged man. Can somebody find out of me that man who was the bow legged person? Was he Stop. really bow legged or was he acting? Because I I'm fascinated either way. Either Believe. way, he like he was. Believe. 
Why you want to know? Because I, I was like, I was like, yo, if he's acting, he is committed to being bowlegged, and if he is not acting, then like his knees must be on fire. Because <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't fell on his face all the time for how bad he was. Weak. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. What else? That's good. Um, I think that's it, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all vote. Make sure y'all vote. Please make sure vote. You, make sure you vote. Make sure you um, text any questions for comments or topics to 973 957 7775. Yes, come you on, can Lily. also email us at the Stop Essential Halsey. Make sure you like us and rate us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Um, send feedback and questions to all the addresses that I got to. Right. Follow me on Instagram at arainy88. Follow the podcast at the Stop at Central and Halsey on Instagram or Facebook, the Stop at CNH. Um, Taya will let us know when she gets back. Oh, you, okay, go ahead. I no, I'm saying I, you can follow me at uh, Taya's House of Vinyl on Instagram. Um, that's pretty much where you, you can find me. All right. We, that's it. We will see y'all in two weeks. Two weeks. Bye. Peace.